Welcome to the Asset Management Mastery Podcast. Your hosts, Gary Lipsky and Kyle Mitchell, have more than 50 years of combined experience in operations and management, and more than 25 years of real estate investing experience. This show focuses on educating syndicators and apartment owners on how to build systems and manage their properties more efficiently to become a best-in-class operator. 100% straight talk. Let's jump in. Hey, everyone. Welcome to the Asset Management Mastery Podcast. I'm your co-host, Kyle Mitchell, also joined by Gary Lipsky. This podcast is focused on educating operators, building better systems, and becoming a best-in-class operator. Also, be sure to check out our Facebook page, Asset Management Mastery. How many times have you thought, there has to be a better way, while working through endless rent rolls and historicals? Enter Red IQ, who will process and standardize them, generate deep and accurate property insights, and bring you through the final underwriting all in just five minutes. As for underwriting, thanks to Red IQ's new Excel add-in called QuickSync, you can continue using your own model and instantaneously populate it with the data from Red IQ with just the click of a button. Request a demo today at RedIQ.com. All right. Today on the show, we have Brock Mogensen. How you doing, Brock? Doing well. Thanks for having me on. Yeah. Thanks for being here. If you can start by telling the listeners a little bit more about yourself and what you currently do. Yeah. So I'm in Milwaukee, Wisconsin area. Got into the whole uh, syndicating deals thing a few years ago. Done about six of them so far and it's been a good time. Thanks for joining us today. And I appreciate you coming on and talk openly about your first deal. I understand you made some mistakes along the way, which we all do but you overcame them. Why don't we start from the very beginning? I know, let's talk about due diligence. Yeah, so so the one that comes to mind on that topic is, so it was our first syndication we were doing. I mean, on, on due diligence, it was, we're going through the checklist, the financials and everything, every, everything you see, right? There's a lot that goes into it. And one thing I think, looking back on it, it should have been more of an obvious one, but we should have, really spent more time going on site, talking to tenants specifically. So I, th- I think a lot of times, I, mean, I could see this particularly taking case if it was you know, out-of-state investing, the, the time on site might not be there, right? So I think as, as you're going through due diligence, looking back on it, if we could have gone in and spoke to each tenant, maybe not each tenant, but kind of got an idea of, of what the tenant base was currently there, you know, what, what are the problems surrounding it, and going into it, we'd have better. We knew we were going into this property with, with some evictions that were going to take place, but didn't have a good scope of it, ultimately ended up being you know, evicting 50% of the tenant base that they, they could have possibly been avoided if we would have gone out there and kind of talked to some surrounding properties a little bit more than we did. And uh, did you hire a company to help you with the due diligence or you guys did it all yourself? We did all due diligence ourselves. So on that one, I mean, definitely, you know, I think everyone, if anyone tells you they didn't make a mistake on their first deal, I think I think they might be lying a little bit because especially in these bigger deals. So just being honest with that one, I mean, yeah, it was something now. I mean, always, every, every time we go through due diligence, we kind of think of some stuff that could possibly be added and always refining our list of topics to go through. And it's just an extensive process. Going through all those evictions, like how, you know, how were you able to overcome that? I mean, 50% evictions, that's a lot. And how long of a process did it take to, to get through all of that? Yes, yeah, so it was about over a... Uh, about a year-long period, I'd say that that we that we evicted those tenants, right? So it took a little bit of time. I mean, obviously, tying right into that will be will be another kind of learning lesson. 
you know, obviously going into it, we, we, we had an idea of, of the problems that were going on there. Like I said, not, not as much of, not, not as much as we had initially thought, but it ultimately led to a lot of evictions, right? And evictions mean unit turn costs. And we didn't necessarily have that in the budget. So we went over what, you know, the capital we had raised. So another learning lesson was obviously raise more capital for those unexpected things. We were kind of just assuming everything was going to go to plan. Now, you know, we're, we're raising six months worth of, you know, all expenses just in an operating reserves account, just in case. Ultimately ended up being, you know, we went over our capital allocations and had to pull out some line of credits since then, you know, the past year we, it's, we've turned it around and it's now gone from, you know, the problem property on the Brock to the best one. Definitely turned around a lot now, which, which is great to see. But, you know, in the middle of the trench at the time, it was definitely, uh, it was sweaty. <laughs> yeah. It's much easier to talk about it now versus, you know, when you're going through it, I'm sure, you know, I mean, the, the stress and, and, and whatnot, but that, you know, kudos to you and your team to overcome that. Let's delve a little bit into that undercapitalization. And, and you, you mentioned you took out credit line. So you didn't do a capital call. You, you, you and your team did it all on yourself. Correct. We, we didn't want to do a capital call. We tried to win it at all costs. We went and, you know, essentially pulled out a line of credit between on the management side. And we just, we just put it under our name and under the LLC's name, but essentially under us and took the responsibility on it. I mean, it was, you know, it was our mistake. So we, we want to take responsibility for it. How much money did you pull for that, for that line of credit? That ended up being about a hundred grand. hundred grand. Okay. And, and yep. how big of a property and where was it located? That one was uh, 89 units C-class, the city of Milwaukee. So in your, in your home, you know, you know, the home state, it was, it was fairly close to you. Yep. Yeah. It's right, right, right where we live. So, yep. All right. Great. Great. Any other lessons learned from that first deal that, that you would recommend someone that hasn't done uh, a deal before that they, sh- they should know? I would say kind of bigger picture is I think a lot of the you know, educational courses out there and everything you read about in the books when you're first starting out to try to learn about these bigger deals is talks about finding deals, analyzing deals, raising money for deals, which are all important things. But no one really, I think there's more people that, like, like yourselves coming out and kind of talking about this thing of asset management when you kind of get into it. It's, it's something you kind of just throw on the back burner, like, oh, you got the property manager that takes care of that. You know, I might have to get on some calls every once in a while with them. But really, I think if people should put focus on learning that before, before they really get into it, because to me, I've learned that asset management is really what, what makes the returns. I mean, you can, you can model everything out in a spreadsheet and do everything up front. Um, but it really comes down to dialing in the operations and maximizing returns. And that's what asset management is. So looking back at it, I mean, if I could have spent more time learning what I know now going into that first deal, I mean, I think it would have gone a lot more smooth. Did you have prior experience? Because you guys saw problems. I'm pretty impressed on how you were able to come through that. Did you have different like, business experience or what was your experience before that to, for you to come up with solutions pretty quickly? Yeah, so my so the, the people I partner with, one of the partners has quite a bit of experience in property management, owns his own property management company. So we were able to kind of plug in the people we needed to, extra staff it, and kind of absorb some of the costs through that. That helped a lot for sure. I don't know necessarily if we could have gotten through it that quickly without that. So kind of you know leaning on leaning on my partner definitely um, helped a lot with that one. So yeah, obviously real estate is a team sport, and and having partners really helps particularly in stressful situations too, you know, to be able to lean on someone. So very nice. So I'm going to pass it on to Kyle to bring us home. All right, Brock, what is your asset management superpower? For me, I'd say it's uh, figuring out ways to track and analyze data is really what, what I've found to I come from an analytical background naturally. So it's kind of a right fit there. And really what, what I mean by that is finding ways to pull data and track it. 
So what, what, what we've done with that is we've hired, we've, I've developed my own template for analyzing every KPI I think is important to, to, to look at on a weekly basis. Hired a virtual assistant that goes into our, our property management software, which is at Folio, pulls data every week, puts it into a nice, you know, dashboard looking report, sends it out to our team every week. I can, I can look at the report each week and make decisions based on, you know, a five minute overview of the report. So stuff like that where, the best decisions are made off data. So just kind of staying true to that is, is what I found to be the uh, superpower there. Yeah, absolutely love that. Gary and I cannot live without our KPI dashboards. And uh, if you do not have a KPI dashboard or track KPIs and you're a business owner in general, I highly suggest that because like I said, Gary and I couldn't do what we do and ask the right questions without that dashboard. So great. If you can tell people where they can find out more about you before we wrap up. Yeah, so I can be uh, reached directly through website, which is www.smartassetcapital.com. There's a contact form on there. I also have a the report I was just talking about, the KPR report. I, I, I download that for free off the website. Also, I'm um, trying to try to stay pretty active on Instagram. My handle is just at Brock Mogensen there. So you can reach me through there or the website. Awesome. Well, Brock, thanks for being on to all of our listeners. Thanks for tuning in. If you like this episode, please head over to iTunes and Stitcher. Give us a like, subscribe, and review so we can continue to grow the audience. And we'll talk to you next week. Choosing the right insurance coverage for multifamily properties isn't that complicated, if you know who to talk to. At the Garzella Group, we're uniquely qualified to help you navigate the range of policy choices you have. And we're committed to saving you 30% in the process. We do intensive market research and have nationwide relationships so we can find coverage other insurance brokers simply can't. We should talk. Go to quotenow.biz and we'll start the conversation. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed the show, please go to iTunes and leave a rating and written review to help us grow and reach more listeners. You can also go to the Asset Management Mastery Group on Facebook so you can reach Kyle and Gary and ask your questions that you want them to answer on the show. Subscribe too so you can get the latest episodes. Lastly, to stay updated, go to AssetManagementMastery.com and sign up for the newsletter. If you're interested in partnering with Gary and Kyle, sign up on the contact page so you can talk to them directly. Thanks again for joining us. Be sure to tune in again next week for another episode.